0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Honest to a Double Fault podcast. Uh, This is our fourth episode um, leading into the clay season. My name is Lad.
1: And I'm Hernan.
0: Hey. Hey. Welcome back. uh, Yeah, welcome back. I mean, last last we had talked, we talked about the Australian Open and sort of a recap of the first Grand Slam of the year Uh, from there. Uh, We really had one large tournament, and that was uh, the Masters uh, and WTA tournament in Miami. You know, the Miami tournament itself wasn't the normal Miami tournament, just because you know we had we had COVID protocols that some players used as a reason for not coming. But what I think was truthfully, because Indian Wells was either postponed or canceled, we're not really sure, but it didn't happen when it normally does. Usually have the sunshine double, so players from all around the world will come for Indian Two Wells big tournaments. Then they'll go to Miami, and then they'll start their clay court sort of uh, yeah. season. Um, but without Indian Wells, reduced yeah. money also reduced prize money for Miami. Yeah, COVID protocols. I mean the the field for the Miami tournament was grossly depleted, particularly on the men's side.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that it was uh, so much so on the men's side versus, and like the women's was almost like untouched almost, really. I think, yeah, I think, think, yeah, Serena withdrawing late, which, you know, we kind of figured she wouldn't play probably, but they had almost everyone there, right? So, um,
0: yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's kind of a perfect segue because when you, we had talked about Miami, you're like, oh, let's talk about the women's draw because, to be quite honest, that was the most exciting draw in terms of matchups, players and whatnot. You look at the men's side and it's like no Djokovic, no Federer, no Nadal. You don't have the big three at any tournament that they should be at at a master's level. You're kind of like, Yeah, how
1: mm-hmm. exciting
0: can it be? And and yeah. look, I can't even remember who who was in the finals for the men's. The, um, no, uh, who won it? Her Hercats her and Sinner.
1: <laughs> like, I, I, I
0: think. Wasn't I'm it? like,
1: no, way. DM was the uh, USO, Open. yeah, exactly. Who yeah, it was uh it, it, it
0: was that memorable?
1: It, yeah, it was like yeah. I mean it was memorable for them, you know, which is great for them, you know. Uh and, and soon enough it'll be like a more standard, but you know, for right now, you're like,
0: huh. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, li- I like Hubie. Hubie Hercats is a,
1: oh, yeah. he- it's Hubie Hercats yeah.
0: is a is a cool cat. Yeah, um, and, and he you know he played those UTR tournaments when sort of the reopening of the tennis started. So it was nice to see him down in Florida playing with, you know, the likes of, let's see, who was there? Tommy Paul. There's Riley Opelka, Tennis yeah. uh, Angren, and, and some of the other, other guys. Um, so yeah, no hats off to, to Hubie. He's, he's clearly, you know, as, as we talked about how Greece has Sakari and Sitsipas, Now Poland has Swantec and Hercats. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have this sort of uh perfect Hopman Cup set. I was just so gonna say, they I'm they like, just, this is
1: perfect for your Hopman, yeah. That
0: <laughs> damn tournament back. <laughs> that, that's my biggest disappointment of the of last year. One of the disappointments, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, but hopefully, they'll bring it back because that format is just awesome.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's nice
0: it's nice to get the mixed in there yeah
1: because because a lot especially when we're we're more you know we're not pros right we're more rec players even if we play whatever uh but we get into mixed right we we play that from time to time and it's fun and it's nice to see like pros do the same thing you
0: know oh absolutely i mean imagine uh playing against djokovic in in mixed right 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 you know so uh romania plays serbia you know, you yeah. can have Ana Ana Ivanovic come out of retirement to play for uh, Serbia. Uh,
1: there you go. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> sure... no. They, they, this, uh, the, the women they, they have Serbian women. So um...
0: yeah, I think I'm sure we could drag out some uh, Romanian male player. Is it is is Jan tiriac Romanian?
1: Oh, I'm looking for. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> we'll
0: we'll get him since he uh, since he's so outspoken about uh, certain players on the tour being yeah. the tournament owner of uh, Madrid. All right.
1: You know what? You might be
0: screwed with
1: Serbia and the women. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know my tennis. <laughs>
1: oh, my okay. God. So I could have sworn that was one of them. Oh, there it is. Nina yeah. Stojanovic, at number 88. There you go. You have it. There you go.
0: There we go. Jan, Jan tiriac is Romanian. We're going to pull that bastard on the court to play against Serena and shut his trap for the last time. <laughs> There we go. We, we've just set up a new tournament. It's not the Billie Jean King, uh, the sort of battle of the sexes. It'll be Jan Tyriak against Serena. That's it. <laughs> that would be perfect. I'd pay money for that. I'm sure pay-per-view would, would do quite well. Oh, man. That's man, that's we just fun. came up with uh, some, some new tournaments. You know? you know
1: what? That would be fun. Just pit, pit like a good woman against a mediocre guy. That that has they have some beef, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, or or just a has been tennis player who you know is now a billionaire and thinks he can spout off whenever he wants and and about whatever he wants. So, yeah. But you know, the fact that we're talking about this tournament, I mean, during the pandemic, they came up with all these sort of iterations, like that one tournament. Goodness, the one that I was it Moritoglu that was promoting, I can't remember. It was like four quarters, it was shot clocks, times, and, and everything.
1: I can't remember.
0: Oh, I can't remember what it's called though. It was that memorable. Four quarters, um, like Sitsipas's name, they gave him nicknames, like he was called the Greek god, and yeah. I mean, I think I have a nickname for Alex Verov, but I uh, probably shouldn't say it <laughs> <laughs> here on the podcast. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: because at one point they were calling Tsitsipas the Greek freak. I'm like, no, 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 no. The Greek freak <laughs> is Johnny Santetokounmpo in the NBA. He's yeah. the Greek freak. You can't yeah. take it. Just
0: nope. Sorry. thing. Something else. Sorry. Or the Greek tennis freak. The <laughs> tennis just, freak. Yeah, you have to sort of preface that or inter, interweave it into the name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of Miami, the, the women's field was just, I mean, there were so many players. And, and that's what I like about the women's game right now. You know, it's, it's evolved nicely mm-hmm. in that before we always used to think, oh, women's tennis, snore, you know, it was kind of boring. But now It's so much
1: a snore. I wouldn't say a snore, but it was a lot of, like, other than a few names, everybody else just wasn't consistent enough
0: to matter a lot of times. So now you have a lot of like, like it was nice to see uh, Andrescu. I mean, I'm trying to remember. It was who did Barty play in the finals? Wasn't it Bianca? And then Bianca twisted her ankle or something. oh that's right yeah
1: yep yeah, you're right you're right yeah, and then yeah she yeah. retired in the Yeah, that's the season. one i was thinking about all right so yeah no yeah. so yeah no so bianca did really great it was great to see her
0: i, I <laughs> was just i'm like holy crap yes she, she's back if, if bianca can actually play one full match or maybe even two rounds we're we're, we're kind of amazed these days because at a, at that age I to know. be that injured um she needs clearly better physios, better. Yeah, I mean, management. she's only like 20. i like. She spent more time on the quote unquote injured reserve than she has on the tour. Probably. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, without a doubt, she's, she's one of the, the players that I would think of in terms of, you know, who are exciting to watch um, men's or women's. I mean, Bianca's just so explosive and mixes mm-hmm. it up and puts these funny slices and spins. Yeah. And, and obviously she's a personality on the court as well. Exactly. So, I like her too. Yeah, no, exactly. So you, you put her and Nick Kyrgios in a mixed doubles match. <laughs> I mean, they'd, they'd be great. Fast forward, Miami, Indian Wells didn't happen. You have a quick hard, true tournament in Charleston for the women's. Some of them go to South America and then mm-hmm. primarily the men who like to, or can play on clay, unless you get COVID uh, Daniel Medvedev, then you, you, and if you can't qualify, then you, then you play the, the, the Monte Carlo Masters, you know. And I think that's a good sort of segue into the clay court season and something we can talk about or at least, you know, sort of get our teeth into or some, some of the matches, matchups, surprises, and disappointments uh, in, in that tournament.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Monte Carlo, it's so sort of sad because I laughed and I saw it was very loose in the first round.
0: Only. I didn't even know he was in the tournament because
1: <laughs> he, he, go- he was
0: gone so fast. I didn't even know.
1: But, but that's the thing is I, I was like, haha, And then I'm like Joker goes in the, the second match. Rafa the 3rd I'm like everyone's starting. I'm like, maybe didn't make it. I'm like, what, what is this turning into? Like, you know, I mean, at least, you know, we had Rublib and Sisipas who are like some of the better
0: players now. I mean, just think just think of a, a handful of years back and we were watching the next gen tournament.
1: Oh, in italy
0: terrible. no but look who the, where they are now look where rublev is now look where was he in the next um rublev yeah. was in the next gen trust me and oh that's uh, right
1: no no that's right they started in a few years back shop here, of right. olive
0: was yeah. but sitsipas never played it because his ranking was so high he's like i'm not he even qualified pass. for the regular one yeah he qualified for the Nito atp tour mm-hmm. and year-end finals so um but yeah to have Ultimately, when you shake it all down and you have Rublev and Sitsipas in the finals, I think you made a good point when we uh, when we texted or before that you're like, "This is uh, many more finals to come."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You no, know? for so, sure. Yeah. So now the the future the future is here, <clears throat> essentially, and it's not quite the changing of the guard because Nadal and Djokovic still are going to win slams. And
1: yeah, that, that's the thing. It's on the slam. You have, you have to you know that they prep way better for slams they, they they're way more focused in slams i mean we had that that year when nadal just lost every clay court tournament shows up to the french and still wins it i forget when that was it was that oh, last yeah. year. Think- no it was a COVID year yeah yeah uh last year because because i remember yeah he it was everyone was like oh my god he has never shown up to roland garros and and, and without winning a clay title i'm like yeah well He's never played in covid either. You know, no no one's had this before. Like it was the stupidest comment people were making. Yeah, and yeah. you know, but the but preparation I, he does for, for Roland Garros is insane and all, all you know, all the top guys, you know, like the big 3 like
0: but it's it's also best of 5. And, and
1: exactly. It's like the, the okay, big, I can the big have a three mental know that
0: they know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that you, you lose a set, you even lose two sets, it's not over. The other the other person might rest on their laurels or lay back on their heels. And then you come back and just win three straight sets,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, oh 0 no, no. and 1.
1: Bad, and you also you also have the, you know, the, the hey, you know what? I'm just going to make you tired, you know? Yeah. And how consistent can you be? You're, you're coming out aggressive, guns firing. Can you do yeah. that for a five set match? Right. Yeah. Like,
0: because yeah, you're going to start I... missing. But, I mean, in terms of – I mean, I guess if, if we look at it that way in terms of how I talked about the women's tour and how I think it's really exciting, I mean, the men's tour is also if you field a full, you know, draw of top players. So find your next match where you have, you know, let's just say 90, 95% of the top 20 playing. Mm-hmm. Then you can really see, you know, okay, who's who and where things lie. I mean, right now, it's kind of hard because, you know, certain players, for whatever reasons, it can be COVID, it can be I don't like clay, or, you know, I don't like Madrid, or I don't like whatever, you know, you won't get everyone everywhere. I think uh, Federer's first tournament back is going to be, what did he say? Geneva. So, he's going to try some clay because, I mean, quite frankly, he's ranked eight in the world now. Rublev has passed him, so... Yeah, so we'll 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 see. I mean, Fed obviously needs to get some, not just tournament play. He needs to get some ranking points. Otherwise, he's going to slip out and get to Wimbledon. Even though Wimbledon makes their own seeding.
1: Well, that's the thing is, if if Wimbledon does base it on you know like they always do on grass, well, there was no grass last year, so the only grass they have is the year you know like the, so Federer what got to the finals and lost to Joker, so he's going to be second seed.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, very 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 possible. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, if they use that same method, but
0: yeah, I guess, I mean, if, yeah, I, that, that's for another podcast, I guess um, yeah. in terms of what we think the seedings will be for Wimbledon, because it's not as clear cut as straight world rankings. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, you know, when I think about Monte Carlo and the players that stuck out in my mind, Rublev obviously stuck out the most. I would, I would give him an A. If I were a teacher <laughs> giving grades to my pupils and students, I, I'd give uh, Rublev an A for his um, total, total tournament performance. Um, Sitsipas obviously won the tournament. I didn't see enough of his matches, but I, I know how he plays. I know how he you know, conducts himself. So, I mean, obviously he's going to get an A or, or whatnot. The other guy that I think really probably would get a, a, a grade higher than both of them is, is Dan Evans, not only because he beat Djokovic, but he beat a lot of other players as well. And his progression ever since his ban from the game yeah. coming back and whatnot, I mean, he's the one that trained with Federer for a month or so before Federer came back in Dubai or Doha, whichever it was. It's Middle East. Not so bad, yeah. so Dan Evans, clearly, why would Federer pick Dan Evans, of all people, to practice with? He can pick anyone. So he knew there's something about Dan Evans that was worth practicing with, you know. So he's my—he's not even a dark horse anymore. He's seated like oh, I think he's seated 17 or 16 in this next tournament. Or that's
1: pretty dark horse to me.
0: Yeah. So that's—that's—he's not, <laughs> not a dark horse because he, you know you know that he can beat—he's beaten Djokovic. To your point, Evans gets
1: credit because it takes a shit ton to like beat any of those top guys e- even if it's not one of the big three like even to beat anyone in the top 10 you know like it takes yeah. um and especially
0: evans i think was he's five nine, right so he's like a little bit taller than diego yeah, couple yeah. Inches, <laughs> a, couple <laughs> few, a couple a couple few inches
1: right right so so it's like so he actually has you know to use a lot more than some some of the other players that are like oh i i got height i you know i get a little lucky but but no no so i mean he definitely played well it's just I also watched and Joker was not playing well. But again, it takes skill to beat those guys when they're not at their best, right? So, you know.
0: So Monte Carlo's done. We're moving on to other tournaments. The women are in Stuttgart playing the Porsche tournament. Um, There's one. There are tournaments, you know, other smaller ones around the world as well. The men will move on. They're already playing in Barcelona. There's obviously one in Belgrade with the Serbian Open um so handful of other tournaments just to get people sort of primed for hopefully the French Open if you you know if you can just get direct entry into the main draw or have to quali or you know be like Jack Sock and get a wild card by the USTA speaking so, speaking of Jack Sock and just
1: and, and the American men just have been like a no show like uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know it's like it's hard for like i was talking to somebody it's hard for the well, a lot of people who root for the Americans to just watch tennis cuz you're like we're we're you know nothing's happening you know they're like
0: no absolutely i mean yeah. the, speaking again you're right because you look at the women's the american women mm-hmm. look how many american women there are i mean good luck qualifying for the olympic team if you're an american woman yes yeah. sorry venus i love you and i do but i don't think you're going to make it oh, God, they're no. too they're too i mean if you had to ring off the best American women, just like right now, who would you say they are?
1: Yeah, so I, I go, okay, you have Serena. You know, you have uh, Kenan. Stop there. I, oh, yeah, Kenin, whether they're, But I, I go with Brady for sure.
0: Yeah, it, I want to say Keys, but she, she's not. <laughs> you know. See, um, see, Brady would have been my pick if you just sort of said, you know what, pick someone. But you, you, you have Amanda Anismova. You still have Sloan. Sloan actually played very well at Charleston, which was a super surprise to the world. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, there are a lot of sort of players on the women's side. If you look at the men's, I mean, I would say the best men man uh, for the Americans is Taylor Fritz.
1: Fritz is the top. Yeah. He passed Isner. But 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 even then, they're like, I don't think they're in the top 30.
0: You know, no, no. Fritz is Fritz. He's 20 something. Number 30, Uh, 30. uh, Exactly. all right so fritz is is 30 yes but no i think i think isner's still higher ranked than him no no isner isner is down to 38 okay yeah 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 no no yeah so i mean when you're banking on like taylor fritz to lead the charge in a davis cup or the olympics and then you know obviously tiafo's in the mix because he's in the mix who else is there tommy paul riley Riley opelka wow that sounds really exciting um (laughs) <laughs> you know. I mean like, I mean you had uh, you have Sebastian, right,
1: Corda. Uh he, he you know, because he's younger. He's newer. Sure. You're like, oh, maybe something you know. Well that's it. I mean, and you know, he had one good run. You know, can he do a little more?
0: Yeah. I I think I'd rather watch uh PBA uh bowling. I think that might be more exciting or, you know, axe throwing, apparently axe throwing's really popular now hey, as well. Hey,
1: I watch Viking shows. I like axe throwing.
0: Hey, you know, <laughs> every once in a while, I watch that still uh strongman competition or whatnot. And they're doing like hacking and sawing and, you know, cutting grass. And it's like, you know, amazing. I,
1: I, I'd actually watch it over some good matches. You know, that, that's good
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, I mean, you always had to mix it up and be humored by uh yeah, you know what's in front of you. Find fine yeah, no. humor.
1: But yeah, no, on, on the men's side, yeah, it's just yeah. So so I know we sidetracked, but yeah, you brought up Jack Sauck getting Wildcard who again somebody who's disappeared, you know. Uh Stevie Johnson, I'm like, Where, where the hell see oh, you? know, like that's oh,
0: right, Stevie.
1: You know, like uh but yeah. So I mean maybe he Steve... went back to college.
0: Yeah, he's probably getting his masters because I mean, I'm, I don't know if he finished at SC, but he clearly was. You know, I think he was singles and doubles champ NCAA. Well, he was unbeaten, undefeated rather in, in singles. So that's how maybe he's like, I want to be undefeated. you going know, back to college. Or maybe he got such a good challenge from someone that he's like, okay, I'll go back for uh, 10 mil. Yeah. So essentially, it's all just building up right now to the French Open.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you have a few of the, the other Masters 1000s coming up. You know, um, you know well, that's what I, that's stuff. what
0: I do like is the fact that a lot of these bigger clay tournaments, with the exception of Monte Carlo, are, um, are men's and women's? Yeah. So you know, I like these joint ATP WTA uh, tournaments. It's always way more fun. I, I what, agree. What whatever, whatever happened to the whole sort of oh the WTA and ATP are going to merge? I think mm-hmm. that talk just went down the toilet bowl. Yeah, look, like, actually, it's the co- It's because of COVID that they started talking and talking considering about it again, considering the time. merge. But now yeah, they're it's like, 100%. oh, because of the vaccine and things are opening up, we just realized that the WTA doesn't really bring in as much money as the ATP. So we can't, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. give you equal pay in the Grand Slams, but um, maybe even the Masters, but uh, we're not quite there yet in terms of the merger, because financially, it's not.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I, I love watching the women's often a lot more, you know, um, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like a, a I lot of it's sarcastic. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I really do. I really do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, again, I, I, like, I have a lot more women that I root for than on the men's side on the men's side. I have maybe two, three guys I root for. Yeah. You know, most of them are injured. So <laughs> the ones I like, you know, Delpo, Babrinka is usually injured. You know, like yeah. uh, Nishikori is in, starting to do a little better. Uh, he barely, he barely pulled
0: out the match against Pela he did
1: he did yeah barely yeah barely
0: yeah, yeah. I, I thought he I thought Pela had won it in straight sets and then because I had it on watched it in the background yeah and I thought it was over but Nishi apparently won the tie break in the mm-hmm. second set um and and, yeah. and then that that's the thing is
1: paya is Argentine and, and I still yeah. root for Nishikori right because I really I, I, I like Nishikori
0: yeah um so yeah I, I, I
1: Oh, speaking of Del Boy getting injured, he's, he's saying, oh, he's doing all the rehabs, expecting come back for the Olympics. I'm like, you, you have no points. Where, where are you? <laughs> like, is he just going to use a PR? Are you allowed to use a PR when you haven't played in three years? You know, protected ranking? I don't think no, so.
0: No, no clue. Um, but my, for, in terms of the current tournament, the Barcelona, my, my dream final, but it, I don't even know if they're on opposite sides of the draw, but if they're not, my dream matchup would be Nadal against Nagal, just because it, it, it would just be funny. Well, like Nadal and Nagal and Nafal and Natal. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I think that would be kind of fun to to see Nagal and Nadal play because the commentators would have obviously a field day with that matchup. Yes, because I remember <laughs> when advantage we... Nadal. Wait, Nagal. Right? Wait, wait, what did what did the empire say? <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's Mohamed Lyani, it's. Advantage Nadagal. Nadagal. No, oh, wait. Um, but my, my favorite thing about Muhammad is he always goes, uh time instead of time. <laughs> <No>. Uh time. <laughs> it's like this elongated, he's he's awesome. Uh, the, oh I, yeah. When we saw him at the French Open, we were cheering more for I mean, sorry, at the US Open the US. when you I were there. They yeah, yeah. cheered more for the chair empire than we I don't even remember who the players were. I don't either. We just but, we just saw Muhammad. But, we're like, Muhammad. <laughs> well uh, that was that was after the the
1: the match where he helped Kyrie, right? Then they, they reinstated him.
0: Yeah, you know I, read, I can't remember the timing, the timing yeah. of that. Um but, but I, I was I, part of it him. is
1: like, just
0: happy to see him again, too. You know, I'm good. Glad well, that they, that washed over. That was a stupid, you know, yeah. suspension. Well, it it was it was unprofessional of him, though. Right. You, you don't you don't as a of charity, course it was. That's that's like a Supreme Court justice telling a defendant what to do. Right. Right. No, you right. actually should argue it from this viewpoint in front of everyone. <laughs> not <Yeah>. not, in, <laughs> not in chambers, but actually in court, <laughs> you know, not smart, Muhammad He meant well, but not smart. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean,
1: even that, you don't suspend him, put him back to like challengers or stuff like that. You're like, all right, fine, you know, okay, slap no, in the head, don't do it again. No, no,
0: no, no, no. That sounds right because you put him in like he's doing like a no, he's doing a USTA league match, you know, and he has to officiate that with all these peons arguing over their wives or or whatnot as opposed to the match. Then he'll be like, okay. I'm never gonna actually encourage a player <laughs> ever again. I want to like be I that, learned my lesson. Uh, get, I want my gold chair back, my gold <laughs> umpire's chair. <laughs> I, I want my chair with a microphone back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, good times with tennis though. I mean, thankfully, you know it's it's coming back and you know with the vaccines, like it or not, take it or don't, you know, it's clearly making things more possible or at least psychologically more possible for people to to open up and to go back to, I don't even want to call it this stupid, what the, Oh, the new normal. No, we're just going to go back to normal, yeah. you know, it's no new normal. So, yeah, I mean, tennis is, back Um, i'm excited about it and you know there are a lot of great storylines and ones that we haven't even heard of yet because they're to be written in these upcoming tournaments hopefully on the court and not off the court like uh uh, sasha zverev um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah lots of good things i think going on now and and coming down down the pipeline
1: who do you go all right so on the next few play tournaments who do you predict will be hot going into roland Garros? Uh, let's start on the women's side. Who do you think is going to
0: let like, I me mean, eat up? I, I would say just from my own opinion, without even like watching any matches or knowing how people have been playing, who's trending, you know, if they had a dynamic rating or you're watching their UTR. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Swantec, I think is going to be good on clay. She's the defending champion. Mm-hmm. Um, is going to be there. She's won it already. Halep is a previous champion. She's won it, so she's capable as well. So, I mean, those are three that I think were are probably you know, I don't think people will say Swantek's a top pick because she's not top ten, but she's a current champion. Doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, I, I was
1: thinking Halep. I actually think yeah. Halep will, uh, you know, start playing really well now. Again, to your point, loves clay.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I mean, for the men's, obviously, I want to see a Djokovic. Uh, nadal uh matchup but even better what if you have federer making it somehow to the finals that would no, be fucking right. awesome fucking yeah. awesome if federer made it to the finals of the french do you, you
1: know what's funny i'm thinking i'm like you could have joker and nadal in the semis at this rate heck you could see like federer face one of them and like forget the quarters and on the round of 16s at this point
0: you know? Even, yeah yeah it could even be a fourth yeah, fourth round, third, or fourth round is round of sixteens, uh, third round match or whatnot.
1: Well, it depends how far feather falls, maybe, depending. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. yeah. I mean, obviously, he better win Geneva. But he hasn't so. been
1: playing clay. It's not like he makes any of these points in clay, so it's not like he has much to defend at all. So I don't think he can fall too much further, but, you
0: know. Yeah, but again, we're, we're, we're looking at ranking points. I mean, the thing is, let's just say what, he was the second best clay court player for the longest time in the world. Right. So I'm not I'm not concerned about him. It's more of just his health.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying it like you could have like a really good good matchup really yeah. early. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, cool. so if you were to pick maybe I don't I, I hate saying pick a dark horse because it puts you on the spot. Pick, pick a couple people that you think are dark horses for the men and women. Or if not dark horse, again, that's a loaded word. Who do you think is could be a potential surprise?
1: I I'm gonna <laughs> anytime there's a, you want a surprising play i, I think funini <laughs>
0: yeah no that that would be interesting i mean you know because to pick someone
1: like sin or any i'm like but they, they, i don't know if they're they're getting to the point where not surprises anymore those guys you know they're, yeah. they're, you know you're seeing the
0: I, consistency in them for the women's i would pick amanda anisimova because she she went pretty far she beat Halop. she met, but anyways we don't need to dispute that that's my pick Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in terms of like men's, obviously Sinner, he's not going to be picked to win, but I think he can make some serious inroads. I mean, he, he made it to Nadal and then Nadal crushed him. Um, But maybe he learns from it like team, maybe team is the guy that finally wins the French that he's gotten to the finals. You know, I mean, Dominic has been kind of quiet anyways. We haven't seen him really out there. So maybe he's just really happy with his uh austrian model girlfriend and you know right. is busy and i hope that's the case because you know we all want to be happy
1: yeah it, would you consider mugu who is ranked 13 of dark, like uh, uh, the, like selectable for dark horse i would like to no, think her
0: no, no. she's so high- she's been playing she's been playing such high quality tennis throughout the entire year she's true, not a, true. you're she's right not a you're tennis. right
1: you, you are right she has been going up you're right yeah
0: there's no dark horse
1: yeah like Monarch, no she, no she's one of the leading horses right yeah here,
0: right? No, no precisely she she would be in the pack of like top 10 favorites to win yeah
1: because she because she actually she, she's, she's a previous champion past, right? so, <laughs> yeah, she
0: beat she's a previous champion so yeah
1: exactly so yeah
0: she beat serena mm-hmm. and All then of she beat Ve- of and, and then she beat venus at wimbledon so mm-hmm. you know she just needs the australian which she almost won and then she needs the U.S. Open, which she can win. And then she'll have a career Grand Slam, too. She's, there's a Venezuelan for you transplant into Spain. But remember her name before? It was like Garbine Muguruza. It was like a much longer name. And now well, they was it? I
1: don't recall that. Yeah,
0: no, it used to be longer. I remember that. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was like... You know, Juan, Martín, potro, Andale, andale, vamonos, vamonos. <laughs> i mean vamos no vamonos i do mean vamonos i thought you Um, meant vamonos on purpose yes (laughs) i sure did um yeah so i mean exciting times we're gonna get you know a couple tournaments in spain we're gonna get to italy and i'm Mm -hmm. sure there's some other you know dirt tournaments sprinkled throughout europe and other parts of the the, the world leading up to Roland Garros. It's, uh, yeah, both of Yeah, both, uh, Rome and... Oh, speaking uh, of which, we didn't even talk about this. Roland Garros has so far only been delayed for a week. Mm-hmm. Let's see how COVID, you know, takes care of the, the whole country because it's, I think, still under lockdown for the entire month of April.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be till mid-May and that's why they moved it. Yep. Yeah.
0: They, uh, I think... Uh, is macron still the president
1: oh i have no idea
0: i can't even remember but okay whoever the president and uh, parliament are um clearly they're locking down this country so that the french open can happen
1: <laughs> so no no correction so that it can happen with fans so they can make money Percento. that's why they're well, that, doing that
0: was it. that was not a correction that was a that was an obvious uh, for, <laughs> no, was no no stable. no
1: no <laughs> a clarification there we go there
0: we yeah go. and didn't. No, the... <laughs> no it was pretty obvious i mean they already no. spent they spent 500 million dollars to to get a roof and to upgrade the grounds they need <laughs> to like make, who's paying for this <laughs> they need to make their francs i mean euros back <laughs> but we'll just pay them in bitcoin uh, i'll give i'll give them 10,000 doge coins for uh <laughs> Front row seats in Stad, uh, role you know, center court, not Langland. What's the Philippe Chatrier? Put G-sharp, me in Philippe yeah. Chatrier and uh, and a, ba- <laughs> a baguette and a croque monsieur and a verve clico and I'm very happy. <laughs> Très bien. bon appétit, salut,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Lad's not actually French, but he's pretty good.
0: <laughs> well, I, I am Cambodian and uh. The second language in uh, Cambodia is really French. Oh, is so, it? Yeah, huh? yeah. Okay. So, je parle un peu de français. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll stick to my Duolingo learning Japanese. There you then go.
0: go. Ah, <laughs> oh, itadakimasu. Uh, Henan-san.
1: Henan-san,
0: wakaremasen. san Oh, tamari <laughs> gatta Yeah, so I think that's pretty much all I really want to discuss at this point. Appreciate everyone listening to to this episode. Hopefully uh, we didn't offend, but hopefully entertain most of you. Um, You can always find us on Twitter. My handle is Ladiator74, which is L-A-D-I-A-T-O-R 74.
1: I'm Ernz Zadie. And you can always also find us uh, on our brand new uh honest to double fault uh tag
0: yes on on twitter you can tweet us you can dm us you can fleet us and whatever they call it now (laughs) because vine is no longer apparently available but thanks again guys uh we'll see you next episode